Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. This is the audio version of my weekly email where I combine timeless wisdom with modern science to bring us four thoughts, one quote, and one answer all around trying to optimize our breath so we can optimize our life. So let's jump straight into the first thought this week. It is titled, Voluntary Slow Breathing Improves Cardioautonomic Function in 223 Studies. And here's a quote. By considering the importance of the parasympathetic nervous system for health-related issues, these results encourage the implementation of voluntary slow breathing exercises in health-related contexts, given the low-tech and low-cost techniques they require. End quote. I paraphrase a little bit of the quoting there, skipped some of it, but that was a concluding remark from um, a paper published in 2022. This was a meta-analysis in neuroscience and biobehavioral reviews, looking at 223 different studies on voluntary slow breathing and cardioautonomic function. Of course, right, the improvements across all 223 studies were by no means earth-shattering, but they were significant with virtually no side effects. So that sounds good to me. Slow breathing across 223 studies still improves cardioautonomic function. We know that as we look at more and more studies, the impacts usually get less and less and less. This is for any kind of uh, intervention, health intervention, but this is super, super uh, powerful to see it in such a recent meta-analysis. All right, and with that, I'll move on to thought number two. Breath is medicine. And here's a quote. Medicine and medication both derive from an ancient Indo-Iranian root meaning something like thoughtful action to establish order. The same root gives us the words measure and meditate. End quote. And that is Dr. Andrew Weil from his book, Mind Over Meds. So if medicine literally means thoughtful action, then mindful breathing is medicine by definition, right? That is exactly what mindful breathing is. It's thoughtful action. So let's not forget to take our dose today. I hope this newsletter inspires you each week to take a little dose of slow breathing or whatever mindful breathing technique you enjoy doing. All right. And with that, I'll move on to thought number three. Maybe we should stop worrying about our feelings. And here's a quote, feelings are natural phenomena like clouds in the sky or rain. There are some feelings we like and some feelings we don't like, just like we talk about good and bad weather, but there's nothing we can do about them and there's nothing that needs to be done about them. Of course, you don't ignore the weather. You don't pretend that it's not raining when it's raining. You take it into consideration, but you don't try to fix it, end quote. And that is David Reynolds from Constructive Living. And that passage literally blew my mind and changed, it like actually changed how I live, which I read a lot of books. And this is one of those that really stood out because we hear a lot about, you know, letting our thoughts fly, float by, right? Just watch them, then come back to the breath. Just observe your thoughts. You have a thinker, um, you know, it's no big deal. You can't control your thoughts. Just observe them, keep going. So, this is basically making that same argument for how we feel. So maybe we should just watch our feelings float by and come back to the breath. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a profound way of looking at feelings. Um, 
yeah and and he he makes another analogy later on like you wouldn't go out with a sword and fight the rain right so uh why do we try so hard when we're when we're not feeling exactly how we think we should feel to change it maybe we should just let the feelings occur and and move on with our life so I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, you should probably read the book so it makes more sense since I'm awful at uh, describing how he describes it, but it is a really profound way of looking at it. All right, let's move on to thought number four. Yes, this is it. All right, and here's a quote. A few years ago, I was le- leading a meditation retreat. At one point, a woman raised her hand and asked, is this it? This being with the breath thing? Isn't there something more we can do? And then later on, uh, the author says, yes, this is it, end quote. Uh, That is Ladro Rinsler from Walk Like a Buddha. And so we can keep searching for the next thing, right? I am so guilty of this. It's a a problem in my life. I'm always looking for the next breathing technique. What am I going to do next? What's the next great thing, really? But it all just comes down to this being with the breath thing. Yes, this is it. I love it. Thank you, Ladro Rinsler, for that great quote uh, and for the great book, Walk Like a Buddha. And with that, those are the four thoughts for this week. Let's move on to the one quote. Quote, the body's function of breathing has been regarded by most ancient esoteric religious teachings as the very handle to be used to get a hold of or obtain the control of one's mind and body. End quote. And that is Michael Wormbrand, and that is from the preface of The Primordial Breath, Volume 2, which I'm finally reading, and it's amazing already. But uh, I'm only, you know, a, a little bit into it. But love that quote, beautifully said. All right, that brings us to the one answer for this week. The category is the autonomic nervous system. And the answer is, because this branch of the nervous system innervates almost every organ, any action we do that reduces it will have a widespread calming benefits throughout the body. What is the sympathetic or fight or flight nervous system? That one was hard to put into uh, wording. I'll give you a little extra context to that one because this is something uh, my, my good friend and, and teacher that I follow, uh, Eddie Stern, talks about a lot that one of the powers of slow breathing is that the sympathetic nervous system is connected to everything, right? Because like for me, it helped my diabetes. For other people, it helps their chronic stress. For others, it helps. And it's like, how does this one thing, we saw 223 studies, right? Uh, slow breathing helped across all of them. And it's like, how does it do this? Well, it's turning down that sympathetic uh, nervous system. And since the sympathetic nervous system is connected to everything, that's going to help each person in their own unique way of what they need help with. Um, and so... If you read the email, you'll not get any of that. But since you're listening, you get a little extra context. I hope it is valuable. And that is actually it for this week. So thank you so much for joining me. Remember this week's few thoughts that first off, the 223 studies, slow breathing helped across all of them. Again, nothing life-changing going to save the world, but it's still super powerful to see it. Remember that breath literally is medicine, right? It is thoughtful action. And thank you, Dr. Angie Weil. I have tons of quotes I will be sharing from that uh, mind of her meds in the coming weeks. Remember that uh, this really is it, right? This is it. This being with the breath thing, this is it. And remember most powerfully that 
we can just watch our feelings and come back to our breath. And of course, our breath will change our feelings eventually, but there's no need to change them, right? Feelings happen to us and we just have to let that happen just like we let thoughts happen to us. In any case, I love that perspective uh, from Constructive Living. Check out the book if you're interested. It's a really quick read. I recommend the Audible version because he reads it himself and it's really nice. All right, that is it. I will see you next week. Thank you again for joining.